Yo, yo, what's good, BTB Army, and welcome to another brand new episode of the world-famous Behind the Baller podcast, always recorded in 8K high doge finishing sound. This is professional podcasting, nothing but the best with production by the Dust Brothers, Miles and Jordan. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. Guys, we got a great show today, okay? You know what? I used to give y'all two-hour shows, solo dolo, just heavy duty when we first started this podcast, right? But then I figured out how to really articulate and break that two hours down into 45 minutes, you know what I'm saying? And today, I think we even have less than 45 minutes, but what's crazy is we got an interview with the young legend, Jeezy, a.k.a. Jeezy from Shoreline Mafia, okay? He came on the show. Yo, we talked about everything we needed to. It could have been our interview, but we didn't need it. You know what I'm saying? 22, 23 minutes, real quick, you know what I'm saying? Broke it all down. But yo, Jeezy has a new solo album dropping tonight, 9 p.m. Pacific time. Guys, do not forget, I got some shit dropping today, okay? I got shit popping this weekend. So let's just get into this fucking show already. Ben Baller did the podcast. Yes, he did. Yo, Miles, let's rock and roll, yo. Yes, I'm dropping another banging. Yang banging ass gold drop. Okay. Yo, the money counter is crazy. You know, the scale's crazy vacuum sealer crazy gold fridge crazy just a lot of shit going on okay gold fucking barbecue grill listen we got a big drop going on today only on the network live app i got my gold set of dominoes releasing today at 3 p.m pacific time and the price is super right $300, guys, and that's with free shipping, all right? This is going to sell out super fast. Do not miss out. 3 p.m. Pacific time, LA time. That's 6 p.m. New York time. Make sure you are on the app. This shit is going to sell out, okay? Guys, listen to me. Nothing says fuck you more than some all gold dominoes, all right? You pull up to a party, a hotel room, barbecue with these shits, and it's over. You're going to get all the action, right? I was going to say, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to make this family friendly, but it's, you know, we'll get there, okay? Just make sure when you bring your gold domino set somewhere that you keep your eyes on that shit because somebody will steal them, all right? I have my boy, Freddie Gibbs. Yes, a.k.a. Gangster Gibbs. He was playing Bones yesterday with my all gold set, and he tried to steal my set, dog. Now I'm just playing, man. <laughs> Freddie, you got to get your own set, though, dog. Nah, man, I got you, Freddie. It's all good. I got you. So don't forget, gold dominoes, 3 p.m. today. Okay, so also, yesterday was the first day of school for my Yang Gang click. Okay, London officially has entered the third grade, Ryder, second grade, and Kaya TK. Seeing them all together in uniform really fucked me up. Like, good. You know, no cap. Like, I was slightly tearing. Took a little group picture in front of my house, you know. I was literally dead stopped just staring at them in awe. Like, damn, I got three kids all talking, you know, all unique. Just, it was just crazy. But, you know, with my wife, I share high anxiety as there is an outbreak and surge in COVID cases in young kids in the LA Unified School District. Now, my kids go to private school, but that don't mean that they're totally safe, and they're not, you know, even with testing, whatever it is. You know, I've told my son, I told London, I was like, look at man, don't touch anybody you don't need to. Do not touch your mouth, do not touch your eyes, do not touch your nose. Make sure you use a sanitizer that is tied to your backpack. Don't listen to anybody else try to tell you anything. Okay, shit is getting really spooky out here, y'all. Okay, that war going on with the vaccines and the anti-vaxxers, yo, it, that shit is crazy. 
All right? It's the most ignorant shit that I've seen in my lifetime. As far as the separation, the discussions, everything. Okay? You got guys and girls who have sniffed cut up cocaine from a shitty ass club dealer. All right? You've had those same guys and girls have sex with a random person, raw dogs, in a fucking Vegas motel room. I was going to say Vegas hotel. In a motel room, okay? And then after, got an STD, so they had to get a shot of penicillin, okay? But they won't take an FDA-approved drug that will help them from dying, right? Okay. All right. Like I said, man, y'all figure it out. My mom just got the third Pfizer shot yesterday. I'm waiting in line again. Mom, well, like, let, let me get that motherfucker today. If someone say get it today, I will cancel some shit. Not cancel the fucking dominoes drop, but I will go and get that shot today. Not tripping. Okay. My boy Cole, who's a smart man when it comes to business. Okay. Doesn't believe. It's really weird some of the shit that he's trying to put out there. He's just thinking right. But the shit that he's pushing on his page is mind blowing dumb. Okay? I love Cole. That's one of my good friends. Okay. Yes, that Cole who has been on this podcast. Okay. The fact checking is what does it for me. Right. I don't know where the fuck he's where he's getting his information from. Like, like even these weirdos that work at Fox News. Like you can't even enter that building unless you are fully vaccinated. So these guys spewing that bullshit at Fox News, they are fully vaccinated to the max. Two shots. Probably getting third shot this week. Okay. And they're in there, vaccinated, pushing an opposite narrative. It's like, that's a special type of stupid, okay? Speaking as stupid as fuck, Kyle Rittenhouse, the Kenosha cunt, who went around shooting people that were rioting on behalf of George Floyd, okay? Okay, now, this cat, yeah, he's what, 17, 16, whatever. He is the white supremacist's hero, He's like the spokesperson, all that shit, okay? Well, he's in court trying to motherfucking save his life and not go to jail, right? And the guy defending him is an attorney named John Pierce. And just over a week ago, right, John Pierce, dumb motherfucker, said even if he's forced and an entire 82nd Cavalry, the U.S. Army, was trying to get him vaccinated, he would never, okay, he would never get the vaccine. He will never get the vaccine, no matter who the fuck tells him to, even if he is like beaten down and, and literally forced to do it, he'll fight to the end. I said, that is Kyle Rittenhouse's attorney, okay? Not only is he Kyle Rittenhouse's attorney, he actually represents 17 or more insurrectionists, okay? Guess what? That special dumb motherfucker got COVID-19. And... To make things worse, he's real sick. Pretty much, it's probably he's gonna be on someone's t-shirt. Okay. There's gonna be a rest in peace, John Pierce t-shirt floating around the internet somewhere. Okay. He is non-responsive and on a ventilator now. All right, in ICU, probably gonna die. So I said on the last episode, humility is very important. Okay. So I say this with as much empathy and compassion as I can say, right? In the case of John Pierce, when you infect the minds of the already dumb and naive, instead of trying to help them and mold their minds in a different direction, okay? This is what I got to say. I hope dude rests in piss. All right, anyways, he was supposed to be in court yesterday, but the judge was told that he got COVID, is really ill. Sucks to be him right? Think about that. There are guys who still say, I'd rather die than get the vaccine. Okay. That is the dumbest thing I could think of anyone could ever say. All right. There is nothing I would rather die for. Okay. Maybe my kids. Okay. I'm just saying, logically thinking, listen to me real carefully. If the government is out to get, you know, all you guys, right? And they want to control you guys. They want they want to get you guys, you know, you don't trust it, okay? First, it wasn't FDA approved. Now it is. What's your excuse? You just don't want to do it, okay? 
you think the government is against you, and I, I don't fuck with the government, okay? Don't you think the government wants you healthy? To a certain extent, right, okay? If you get sick and you die from the vaccine, they can't eat off of you, right? Just think about it, really. The economy cannot survive if everyone is going to take the vaccine and die. They're not going to take that risk. Like, have some faith in humanity. It's tough. Just try to. And more importantly, think about that real rate. Like they said, oh, the fucking CEO of Pfizer hasn't taken the shot. That motherfucker's been vaccinated for fucking many months. But more importantly, it is really just unlikely of someone dying of COVID who's been vaccinated. Okay? But again, do what you feel like doing. I'm just letting you know where the facts are. Because I've done countless research. I've had countless conversations with doctors that are trying to help people, like helping people. Okay? You keep feeling that way? Man, look, I promise you, it's just going to end up worse for you. It's going to make your life more difficult. That's the sword you want to die on? All right, cool. Just to make you more angry, I guess, right? Whatever, man. I wonder, like, those people who feel this way about it, right? Like, how did you guys do your homework when you were in high school, okay? Did you guys actually study what actually happened? Or did you study what someone told you happened, right? Do you guys get the difference? You know, forget it. I don't want to get too much deeper in this shit, man. Look at I got to say, my condolences go out to my dear friend, Takashi Murakami. His father is now on his deathbed. As time of the release of this podcast, he could be RIP, don't know. He wrote a very sad story about the situation on his Instagram page and how this is his first actual experience with death with a family member. I know how that feels. You know, he don't remember his grandfather's death. He said he was only four years old. So uh, again, just, you know, Love, blessings. Uh, stay strong, Takashi. Uh, I really appreciate it. But yo, check it out, man. Let's lighten up the mood. I just, I have to break that down early on and let you guys know what the fuck is really going down, okay? Crypto is up. Everything is good. You know what I'm saying? I'm still killing it in this fucking NFT shit. Everything is good on that side, okay? That's just chilling. There's not much more. Yeah, man, keep holding Doge. Keep buying Ethereum, right? Keep sitting on Bitcoin. You know what I mean? It's, it's going to jump up. But let's lighten up the mood, okay? Like, those are obvious things I don't need to get into on this episode. And how we're going to lighten up the mood is we got my boy Jeezy on the podcast today. He's coming on right now. His new solo album, Jeezy World, drops tonight, 9 p.m. Pacific time, everywhere that you stream music, okay? We're going to talk about how he became so business savvy and a lot more about Jeezy right after we pay some bills with my favorite business app, True Bill. Yo, Miles, please hit the army off with that Lakey Lake, and we will be right back. For those of you who listen to Behind the Baller podcast, and obviously follow my social media, you know how I get down with True Bill. It's a perfect app for budgeting and tracking your bills. But also, Truebill is the app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or you simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year using Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple to cut them loose. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. As I've told you before, I love Truebill. I use it every single day. With Truebill, you can put your savings on autopilot to save money without thinking about it. Truebill learns your habits and saves the right amount at the right time while helping you avoid overdraft fees. Truebill has over 2 million users and you should be one too. 
get an effortless breakdown of your finances to see where your money is going and how to improve. Truebill will notify you of important events that need your attention so you're never caught off guard again. Sign up at Truebill.com slash baller. Go right now to Truebill.com slash baller. It could save you thousands of dollars a year like it does for me. Go to Truebill.com slash baller. You gotta get fly just to listen to the shit. Got a brand new Glock, Scotty Pippen in the clip, but I ain't Scotty Pippen. I be pippin' on a bitch. You a sucker ass nigga, why you listen to the bitch? I be fucking with these hoes and I flip on my clip. You be covering on these hoes and you kissing on that bitch. I'm on that young nigga shit. Got a big old bag, cause I'm young and I'm rich. High tech, walk hard with my young finna shit. Better tuck yo chain, cause my young finna trip. 15 double O, what I spent on my kick. Got double O, seven tight guns in my crib. Made one wrong move, you get left in this bitch. And I put that on God on my set of my bitch. On my set of my bitch, man. One wrong move, you get left in this bitch. And I put that on God on my set of my bitch. Ay. Yo, yo, what up, y'all? You are back. This is the Behind the Baller podcast, the world famous Behind the Baller podcast. You know, I don't really get to bring a lot of LA cats on here, even though I'd like to. There's a lot of people that want to be on the show, but you know, you got to fit a certain criteria. And right about now, I think this dude might be one of the youngest cats. He's from my city. Yo, everyone, give it up to my boy, Jeezy. Jeezy, what's good, bro? What's good, man? What's good, man? It's an honor to be on your show. (laughs) Oh, man, it's crazy, dog. So, bro, let's fuck it. Ain't no time to bullshit. Let's jump right into this, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, I'm not too knowledgeable about things, right? I'm I'm a boomer. I'm out of it, right? So, let's just start from the beginning. Um, Shoreline Mafia, that's y'all crew, right? Yes, uh, how many years old is is the crew? I think uh, we started in around 2011, maybe 2012. So, oh shit, y'all been around a long time. Yes, sir. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. We got popping in like 16, 15, 16. 15 or 16, bro. I started having like my nephews listening to you. I was like, who the fuck is that? And then next thing you know, um, you know, I'm part of a shop in downtown LA called Riff. Yeah. So I see yeah. the collab. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, hold up. Yeah. What the fuck is going on over here? Yeah, we did a pop-up over there. Yeah, that shit was lit. So um, yeah, yeah. Are, you guys are still active, right? Troyline Mafia is still active? Yeah, but uh, I, I, we've so far, like, none of us are in the group no more. Everyone's a solo artist. Fuck. So y'all going to come back and do an album, you think? Or you don't know? Um, who knows? I mean, but I'll never say never just because I, I don't. But I, I want to direct all my energy towards myself right now. I think, I think I deserve it. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. So, bro, you grew up in L.A. Uh, what part of L.A. did you grow up exactly? Uh, I grew up in East Hollywood, around like Santa Monica, Western side. Okay. Where'd you go to, uh, did you go to fucking, um, God damn it, why am I drawing a blank, bro? Where'd you go to junior high school? Uh, LeCunt. Yeah, you went to LeCunt. I used to call that shit LeCunt. I used to cut that shit. <laughs> uh, where'd you go, did you go to, um, what the fuck's that school called in, uh, in Los uh, Feliz? Bernstein? Oh, no, Marshall? Yeah, Marshall. Where'd you go to high school? Nah, I went to Hollywood. I was oh. supposed to go to Bernstein, but, uh. I like fake my address and went and stayed at Hollywood. Okay, so you went to LeCon? Okay. Shit, dog. Cause so you know I'm from Koreatown, so you know I got kicked out of Berendo, I got kicked out of Virgil, I got kicked out everywhere. Yeah. So East Hollywood was a trip, bro. You know, how old are you, bro? Uh 27. Okay, shit. No, okay. You ain't you ain't that young, but you young. Yeah. So I'm let me 20, I'm about to be 28 this year. All right, that's what's up, man. So this is a business podcast. But we talk about lifestyle and things, right? And you know, you're doing business now. You you got your paper, you got your bread. So, um, was there anybody when you was coming up or growing up that was a heavy influence to you business wise? Nobody at all. Like I feel like business wasn't even in my head. I used to, uh, I used to like not care about having no money, not care about having no car. Like the fuck. yeah, bro. Like that shit was not like I was just like heavily influenced by the streets. Like I just wanted to do street shit all day. The fuck? So I just wanted to to steal shit uh, and get in trouble. Wait a second, dog. Okay, so you know, for me following, you know, I mean, I follow you. You know what I'm saying? I check out what you're yeah. doing. You know, boom, and you got you popping like you you doing lip gloss. Motherfuckers is doing you. You really about your you know you smart. Hell so. Yeah. 
I'm wondering, like, where did you learn that from? Because, man, I think I think, I think it just came like it just, it just grew. Like I, I've always been like a, a hustling type. You know, I used to sell chips at school. I started like I mean, I feel like I was always trying to sell dope, like in middle school, high school, and it, it just it, I, I wasn't on top of it because I stayed with my grandma all types of shit, so I couldn't be burnt out like that. So I was more into stealing everything and just being in trouble. I didn't really care about the money like that. And then went, once I got kicked out my uh, grandma's house and I was like 19, 20, she was like, yeah, y'all got to go. <laughs> you got to get the fuck up out of here. I started uh, I started hustling and I just taught myself everything I knew. And I just like became so focused on, on like growing myself and just becoming a real hustler. Hold up, bro. Hold on, dog. How the fuck were you smart enough to trademark the Shoreline Mafia name? You know what I'm saying? In the beginning, man, like. Man, that's. Uh, that's thanks to my fucking uh, my girl's uh, father. He told me like I got on the phone with him one day, and he's like, "Bro, you got the name trademark?" And I was like, "No, why the fuck would I have the name trademark?" He's like, "He's like, go do that right now." So I took, I think it was like fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars. I took it. Yeah, uh, that's it. Uh, and I I got a trademark, and I didn't even know what the fuck that meant. Like I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do it." He told me to do it, did it, and I think it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. Yeah, bro. I mean, dog, you were smart enough to do that. And then the clothing business, your merch, and you own, you know what I'm saying? You own all that shit. I mean, your merch sells out every time, right? Yes, sir. Okay. And I see you You, you linked up with my boy, uh, you know, ASAP Addy, YG Addy. Yeah. Yes, Got sir. That. And you did the pop-up yeah. at my boy's shop. Yes, sir. Right across, Fairfax, right across street from my old high school. I don't yeah. know if you remember, I had like a 12-foot billboard in my face outside the building for a long time. Yeah, I did. I did. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's my partner's place. So uh, did the pop-up happen already? I forgot. I didn't check. Yeah, it, it just happened today. Okay. It sold out? Yes, sir. Come oh, on, man. man. We're we, we selling everything up. Congrats. You sound like me, bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I don't play. I see you, bro. I, I see you. I see you. You going crazy. <laughs> I ain't playing, man. So, yo, bro, let's talk about Jeezy World, dog. Let's talk about the album drops tonight. 9 p.m. Pacific time, right? That's midnight Friday, you know, in East Coast. So, bro, tell me what, like, you know, why is this album different? Like, wh who's on there? Give me the features. Like, break. Tell me about the album, bro. Man, this album, this album is completely different because I was just in a whole another headspace. I think I've, I've reached a new level of maturity. It's the, my first album that I'm working on. Being a dad, I'm a father. So, and, and I was uh, healthy, happy, sober, man. So that's a, a whole new headspace. So I'm super excited about it. I think it sounds completely different. It's not your traditional West Coast shit, even though I'm a big West Coast artist. You feel me? I had to switch it up and just like go with the flow. I started working with, with a lot of producers I like, like Section 8. Uh, I got Section 8 on there. I got my boy Vision. He, he like a West Coast DJ legend, man. Like he, he produced the first intro. But nothing sound, and then I got Ace to Face, who produced bands, my one of my biggest hits. But nothing sounds like the original West Coast. You feel me? We pushed it and took it, took it to a whole another, whole another level. As you should, bro. You know what I'm saying? You should make you know your own universe. You know, like I mean, the West Coast sound has changed here and there. And then for a minute, it was like, but then then it's like right now when I hear the new West Coast shit, I'm like, damn, bro, like it's. You don't have to know who's rapping. You just know it's from L.A. You know, it's, it's, I don't like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so who else you got on there? You got any features like rappers? Yeah, I got, uh, I got, I got YG and the Baby on there. Those two, those two singles is out, and I got a Boogie on there. I got uh, Blue Bucks playing. They they from L.A., so they going up in the city right now. It's only right I have to focus someone new in the city. I got the little uh, Somalian homie Mo Fago from Ohio. He going crazy. Like he's super big. So me and him, me and him, I feel like he he's not as popping, but me and him made like a banger together. So I think it's gonna push him in, in the right direction as well. Right. Were you ever on SoundCloud? Do you still got a SoundCloud page? Uh yeah, we still got a SoundCloud page. That's where I started, man. I started uploading all my shit on SoundCloud. Straight from my Musty, the song that got me here. To yeah, where I'm Musty, at today. Yeah. I did that shit in my bedroom, my apartment bedroom where I was trapping at it. Damn. Okay, so you got a single with YG. That's my boy, Jizzle. What's up, man? And then you got, that's right, you dropped the single with babe, the baby. I seen the, the video and everything. Yo, how did that happen? How'd you link up with the baby? Man, so so I was in the studio last year when I first, like, 
was on this fucking journey getting healthy, get, getting soaked. So I'm sobering up because I got nothing to do. I'm at home on the quarantine. You feel me? It's my first time. I'm not touring. I'm not partying, clubbing every weekend. So I'm like, fuck it. I got to start in the studio because I got nothing to do all year. So I go to the studio. I had just like came out the worst writer's block ever. And I just got with my new manager, Rory and Polo. Shout out them. They're like, yeah, we got to get you back in the studio, though. You got to go up, man. You're a star. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. I get back in the studio. I'm like, book me a big studio because I got I had the at-home set up and I wasn't feeling it. Nothing was coming out my fucking noggin. So I'm like, fuck it. Get me in the big studio. You in a big studio. You know the shit we pay a thousand, two thousand dollars for a night. So we go in yeah, there. Yeah, you get motivated to work. You know what I'm saying? People don't get yeah, exactly. that. Like... Exactly. Exactly. So we go in there. It's a, it's a change of scenery, change of pace. I got all my boys in there. We play the first beat. I got DA Domain. He produced that shit plays the beat and it's just knocking. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this. I start writing to it. I come up with the hook, five minutes. Come up with the verse, another 10 minutes, lay that shit down. I'm like, yes. I'm, I'm like, this cool. <laughs> I didn't think it was that crazy. But my A&R, my manager was like, nah, this hard. This hard as fuck. And I was like, all right, let's put someone on it. My A&R was like, all right, we got to get something big. Nigga came back. He's like, oh, yeah, we're putting the baby on it. I'm like, let's do it then. What's up? I mean, how'd you reach out to him? My my A and R connected us. Oh, my A and R, my A and R Orlando, and he's notorious for putting hits together. Like he's put, he put the Kodak uh, XX Tentacion together. Like he's put hits together. Oh, that's what's up. So you got a fire team. I like that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think honestly, uh, I think I got one of the best teams, man. From my business manager, my managers, my fucking uh, team at Atlantic, man. I got a team that really really uh, cares about me. And I think that's the most important part. Okay, you signed to Atlantic. Yes, sir. Okay, I grew up with Mike Karen, bro. So if you know Mike Karen, you know. Okay, so, okay, yeah. You know, I was in the music business for a long time, too. A lot of people didn't know that before I was. I, I didn't know that. I seen you talk about it, and I was like, damn, I had no idea. Yeah, bro, I got 21 Platinum albums, bro. Dre, I work with Jay-Z, you, you name it. So, like, you know, Mike Karen was like, he was like a little intern, like, and then all of a sudden he became, like, you know, part-time executive. And then, dog, he's been huge for like the last, you know, 15 years, 20 years. He's been, he'd been popping. So yeah, man, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm hyped. Uh, the album drops tonight. Uh, they can get anywhere, right? Yes, sir. Everywhere. Every streaming platform is going to be there. And I got uh, hard copies on jeezyworld.com on my website. Okay. Spell that out. G-E-E-Z-Y-W-O-R-L-D.com. Jeezy World. See, I was going to put the S. You put the Z on there. See, you fucked me oh, up. Yeah, yeah I'll be, be, be switching it up, man, because, you know, I came from graffiti, so I didn't be fucking with my name. Oh, that's what's up. I came from the same background, bro. So what's up with, uh, um, you got any shows coming up? Are you doing any festivals? Are you doing anything? Yeah, I got, I, we doing it. We throwing a surprise show this Saturday. Um, we, we put the tickets out on sale. I think a thousand tickets just sold out in a few hours. So we about to go crazy, man. It's going to be my first show. Where's the then show? I got uh, right there, I catch one on Pico. Oh shit, that's by my old hood, bro. That's by, by K Town. Yes, sir. Hey, motherfuckers don't know though. That's the Rolling Twenty Blood Hood, dog. You know what I'm saying? So it's a, yeah, yeah, right there. But I right, used to right. I used to crack and catch one. Holy shit, you had catch one? Oh shit, okay. Yeah, man, you might have to pop out. I might have to pop out, bro. I might have to pull up. I know, boom, I'm old, but I might have to pull up, man. Yeah, you might have to pull up, man. <laughs> That's what's up, bro. Shit. Okay, so are you doing any of the, like, you doing Rolling Loud LA and San Bernardino this December? Or are you doing any other big shows? Yeah, I'm doing uh, Rolling Loud LA. I'm going to be on the main stage. I'm doing the Once Upon a Time in LA main stage, too. And then I'm going to be performing on a new album in its entirety. So I'm super excited for that. I'm gassed on that. And I got my own tour in November. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, so you was talking about fatherhood just a second ago, right? Yes, sir. Let's talk about that, bro. Like, you know, I'm a dad of three kids, you know, and um, mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing in my life. Ain't nothing bigger than my kids. You know, that's the most important thing in the world. How do you think, okay. how do you think fatherhood changed your life as a rapper, businessman, you know? Man, it, it, it changed me, like, for the better, for sure. Like, once, once my son was about to be born, it almost made me feel like I need to stop worrying about so much other stuff. I think that's one of the reasons why I kind of uh, distanced myself from the group. It almost felt it, it almost felt like uh, I was taking care of so many people. I was taking care of just so much that I feel like I didn't I didn't need to. So I distanced myself from everyone, not just the group, from all my friends. I distanced myself greatly, and I I started focusing on my son. He was born, and my life changed immediately. Like 
I was like, yeah, a lot got to change. And, and I, I just see myself changing every day. You feel me? I want to be a better person every day. That's what's up, dog. I mean, that's important. I want you to understand. I've been mean, coming from, dog, I'm almost, you know, I'm 20 years older than you, bro. You know, I'm 48, right? Yeah. And I didn't think about this till my 30s. You know, it's like, let me be better today than I was yesterday. Yeah, let me be, sure. let me be better next week than I was this week. You know exactly, exactly. I be always praying for like guidance. Man. I, I want to strive to be better, smarter, faster, everything. But I just want to be a better human being every day. That's what's up, bro. Okay, so let me ask you this, man. What's your oh. five year vision? Like, where do you want to be in five years? What do you like to happen in five years? That's not that far. Some people think, oh, it's too far from now, but really, that ain't shit. So I think in the next five years, I just want to have my my merch be one of the biggest like fucking merchandise companies. You feel me? I want to be like a pop star level. I, mean, I, I know I need to. I have my hands in so many things. I know sometimes I need to sit down and focus more on my music because that's what's bringing all this other stuff in. So I, I really want to uh, focus on my music. I want to work harder, work faster, work smarter and just be one of the biggest, biggest rappers, the biggest Mexican rapper to date. You feel me? Yeah. So I just want to get bigger in that. I want to be like a, like a Mexican pop star. Right. Let me ask you though. Like, do you want to start managing people? Do you want to have your own label? Like, uh, I want to. Have, I for sure want to have my own label. Uh, I don't want to manage nobody. I, I want to have my own label. I want to start signing rappers. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to like really take my merch to the next level, kind of like how Kanye did. You feel me? I want to. Right. I want to take my shit all the way to the top. Like I want. I want to turn it into a high fashion brand. You know, it's crazy. So let me give you some advice. Just if you could take it, if you don't, you want to, whatever, it's all good. I know Kanye, you know, I, I've seen the merch and he's always had to fire. Like even just the, come on, bro. Like he've always had really, really great vision with shit, right? So he always made sure he was the artist. You feel me? Yes. Like focus on music, like you said, focus on being creative here and there. But he had a good team. And if the team wasn't there, they got to go. Boom, bring in the next team. So pretty much if you just focus on your music, you still have them creative ideas. You got somebody else that's running the merchandise, like the logistics and stuff, getting the, you know, the materials. Oh, you want a heavyweight tee on this one? Okay, no, you want a vintage feeling tee? Okay, you want a, you know, this kind of hoodie? When you start feeling those designs, all right, cool, you ain't got to worry about it. You got the other people worrying about that shit. Now, creative-wise, you be like, okay, I want these designs on here, here, and here. And once you articulate that and you, you spit that out, someone's got to go expedite your dreams, you know what I'm saying, and put them together. And that's why Yane and Cuddy and these guys have such great merch, you know? Mm -hmm. So you just gotta yeah. find you just got you know right right now I'm sure you're doing you know chill it's cool it's fun but then yeah once you actually care about cutting so and what's going on out there you'll start yeah, seeing the sure. money change I, you know I, I for sure want to take it to the next level and I know I need I need to find that team but I know finding a team is as amazing as you can think of is probably the one of the hardest things ever it is and it comes do you own a house yet just out of curiosity. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. I'm Smart. about to. Uh, I think I'm about to upgrade houses too. Smart. So I'm make I'm gonna make the one I have right now a rental property and get myself a big house. Do you guys hear that? This motherfucker's 27 talking about he about to make a rental property, so he about to get passive income right there, and then upgrade to get his own crib to live in. Man, come on, bro. Yes, sir. I'm no, really that, that that's like that's like one of the first things when I really stacked up some some cheese. I was like, the only reason why I didn't get it sooner, like when I first got my deal, because I had money. I had big money in the shoebox you feel me yeah <laughs> I, had, I had i had i had no uh like tax history so i couldn't get it yeah 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 i got you i got you so let me ask you what is the most balling ass thing that you have bought in your life so far i think my my brand new jeezy world chain i think i spent like 100 to 150 thousand on it okay okay hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, who who made the chain, bro? I ain't a hater, dog. You know what I'm saying? I've been in the game way my, too long. My boy, my boy, uh, Mikey, MS, MSK. He downtown in the jury district. I know Mike. I know Mike for a long time. Yeah, Mike Mike is my boy, man. He showed me so much love. Yeah, Mike's. I, I know Mike a long time, man. He fucked with uh, uh, Lonzo Ball, I think, and a couple other people. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah ask Mike he, about me. He know me. Yeah, he did a bunch of uh, shit for Nipsey. Yeah. I know yeah, Mike. Uh, Jewy World's real small world, dog. I'm just like... Bro, I'm booked until 2023, bro. God damn, yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, the funny, the funny thing is when I first got a little bit of money, man, the, my my first baby chain I ever got was from that company. I, I pulled up to slots and got myself a custom chain from you guys. Yeah, I seen it. I seen, I seen it. I was like, oh shit, okay. 
You know, I've been tapped in, man. No, no, for sure, for sure. I want to talk about something funny real quick, bro. And then, and then we go get to the last question, right? All right. You sent the tweet out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my office is downtown, bro. My office is right on top of Mike's shop. You know what I'm saying? My studio, the factory, everything. Okay. And one of my employees seen you. Mm-hmm. And he tripped. He's like, nah, that can't be. Like, there's no way. And then you had tweeted. You said, I don't know why motherfuckers think I'm short. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, people think I'm short. They don't know when they see me, right? Like, you? I'm six feet. I'm just saying. Like, people think I'm like 5'3 five, five, or 5'8 five, or 5'7, five, you know? Yeah, so nah, tell people. How, I'm five, five. how tall are you, bro? Uh, I'm like 6'1. Yeah. And like, why do you think people think you're short, man? I don't know. I guess I look short in my videos or something. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was funny as fuck, bro. Every so, every time I meet people, they're like, damn, you tall. Every day. Every day I, I, a new fan meets me and take a picture of me. They're like, damn, you tall as hell. Yeah, that's some funny ass shit, man. So they check probably it out. I think I'm short because I'm Mexican, man. I remember when I met my uh, my baby mama's mom for the first time. Uh, she she was like, "Damn, you tall." She's like, "You Mexican?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jeezy, thank you so much, bro, for coming on the show, dog. I just wanted, you know, what I'm saying, like, we don't really have rappers on the show like that, and not because like there's a a bias towards it. It's just um, not all rappers about business. You know, some people yeah. just bought music. Some people, they're not about the merch. They're not about owning a house and renting a place out and getting income. And, you know, they ain't, some talk about being hustlers, but then I start talking questions. I'm like, yo, I can't even put this interview out here because you bullshitting. <laughs> I already know if you, if you ain't got the hustle mentality, you know, it is what it is. But, hey, listen, thank you very much for coming on Behind the Baller. If you ever need anything from me, bro, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. We got to link up. I got to pick your brain, man. You got you to put me on some more game. I got you. I got you, bro. Is there anything you want, any shout outs you want to have? Anything before we get off? Man, shout out my mama, man. Shout out my mama for making me who I am. <laughs> Yo, Miles, throw on some Lakey Lake, man, and we'll be right back, y'all. Yes, we are back, BTB Army. I hope you liked that little interview right there. Like I said, he broke shit down quick, effective. You know what I'm saying? So I got I got one question for the Army. Is there anyone, I have to say this again, anybody who gives more free dope shit away than me? There's no way. I give away so much shit. Like, I really want to know, is there anybody giving more chains away? No entry fee, just giving away chains, okay? Cash, giving away cryptocurrency, giving away dope ass merch, gold items, you name it, okay? Tell me one person. Send me a DM and let me know if there's anybody else that's really doing shit like that, all right? Some of you guys watch my stories. You know I went to the MLS All-Star Game. Before we get into that, though, let me talk about these giveaways and the shit that's going on, okay? That Captain Morgan chain giveaway, yeah, I chained that dude last night, Okay, so let me say congrats are in order to Roger Morales, actually a L.A. local, no cap, Roger Morales. He tagged me. Look at my tag pics, posted it. Congrats, Roger Morales, for winning the Captain Morgan on ice sweepstakes. Roger won a $21,000 diamond Captain Morgan chain, a one-of-one chain made by me. He can say Ben Baller did the chain legit. Okay, I chained him last night at the Bank of California Stadium. So salute to you, my dude. I'm glad we got to have a little drink together and all that. I hope you enjoy the game. And there will be another dope-ass Captain Morgan chain giveaway in early October. All right, there's actually three more chains, two more pretty cool chains, and then one big daddy. So stop fucking playing. I'm not playing. I'm giving shit away. Okay, now... I will be giving away a gold Ethereum chain this Saturday at my Cookies Meet and Greet in Los Angeles. It is my first official strain launch, first appearance in the weed space, not VVS, in flower, okay? My first appearance in Los Angeles at Cookies Melrose. I need the entire army to please pull up and join me for my strain launch again this Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. Pacific time 
at Cookies Melrose. Okay, the Melrose location cookies. You guys know it's fucking the most famous cookies location. 1 to 3 p.m., obviously L.A. time. If I'm telling you, we're in L.A. Going to be giving away a gold Ethereum chain. I might fuck around and give away some Ethereum. Might give away NFT. Listen, we got merch. I got other giveaways. I got yeah, I got BBDTC merch. We got lighters. We got hoodies. We got shit. Don't miss out. Okay? Please pull up. I will see you guys on Saturday. I will make it worth your while. And you will smoke the best gas you have ever smoked. That shit will have you out. Okay? Nah, he tweaking. I don't know what the fuck that all means. I've been seeing that shit everywhere. Anyways, now also, in less than two weeks, I'll be giving away a Ben Baller X MTV 40th Anniversary Edition Gold Diamond Chain. Okay, I'm going to give it away to a BTB listener, right? I'm not giving it away on Twitter, not giving it away on Instagram. It is only for an actual BTB Army member, which means you must be subscribed to enter, right? You must be a legit member of the Behind the Baller Army to win, okay? Speaking of MTV and the 40th anniversary, which is uh, in just less than two weeks, I think I actually might be going to the MTV Video Awards, I think I'm going to the MTV Music Video Awards on September 12th in New York City. I don't even know. I just got told like the day before yesterday or something. I think I got to bring my wife. I don't know. I'm not sure. But if I do go, that means I won't be in Indianapolis for the Seahawks official first game of the season. But this might be worth it. Okay. So it's some shit. Now, Network is doing a giveaway. I'm doing a giveaway. And then a couple celebrities are being seated. This shit. It is a real, real deal situation. Now, look. When the last episode aired on Monday, and uh, I spoke about the beef with my old manager, Bo, and everything else, whatever, by the way, that episode shot to the top 40 real fast, and it, went, it did really well, performed really good. We were on a really, really good wave right now. Anyways, on that day, I told you guys, for London's birthday, I was taking him to Six Flags, Magic Mountain. Um, actually, I didn't mention it. I'm mentioning it now. So if you guys are from LA, then you know about Six Flags Magic Mountain. But at one point in my life, that was my favorite place to go to on earth. There was no Chuck E. Cheese. No, there was no Dave & Buster's and that shit. And they had arcade games there too. So it was like heaven in every which way you could think of. All right. They used to even have concerts there. They had like in a little fucking like a little a concert arena. Right. Like New Edition performed. They're like cool ass groups. Anything that was cool for, you know, motherfuckers that were 16 to 22 years old. That shit was lit. There was always girls there. It was always the most fun time. Yo, that was the Six Flags Magic Mountain. What was just Magic Mountain back in the day? That is the most fun amusement park in all of SoCal. Still to this day, that's where you really want to be like, Disneyland's cool, you know, it's magical for little kids. Cute, you're trying to get some pussy on your first date, blah, blah, whatever. Legoland is whatever. Six Flags ain't fucking around. It's better than Great America, all that shit. And this was the second time my kids went to uh, Magic Mountain. But the first time they were going for real, for real, meaning they could hit some big boy rides and do all that shit. So London went on Goliath, Batman, Ninja. It's that fucking tattoo. What are the fucking tattoo? I don't know. He went on all that scary shit. All right. There was a couple rides. He couldn't go on. He couldn't go on Superman. He couldn't go on another ride because you got to be five feet tall and he's almost there. But what surprised the fuck out of me was the tickets were like 40, 45 bucks. That's like one third of Disneyland, okay? Per person, 45, that shit was cheap as fuck. And we got there right when the park opened, 10 or 10.30, whatever the fuck it is, and we stayed until the park closed. I have never done that before in my entire life. And I've been to Magic Mountain probably 30, 40 times. My kids did not want to leave. They cried. Okay, the longest we waited for a ride because every kid's in school already. Our kids started school late. We waited maybe 10, 15 minutes max for Roaring Rapids because it was 92 degrees outside, hot as a bitch, so motherfuckers wanted to get wet. Only thing was, that water smelled like fucking just giraffe piss. It smelled like 10, 
I was going to say some really racist ass shit about fucking Korean people. I just won't. It just smelled real bad, but it was like, fuck, it, was, it felt good to get wet. You know what I'm saying? Jetstream um, has been around for fucking 40 years, over 40 years, and it's still still the same. My kids had such a great time. The average wait time of a lit ride was three to five minutes, Okay. So I understand why the fuck, they were fucking, they were kept going. I was exhausted. By 6 p.m., I was fucking dog shit, all right? So let me say this. Their funnel cakes are still the best in California. There's no, Santa Monica Pier is cool. Their funnel cake at fucking, pst, this shit's been famous for decades and decades, okay? Food selection is okay. You know, if you're getting chicken strips, okay, they're gonna be better than McDonald's or all that shit. But you know, it's like, look, we had a party of 14. Motherfucking food was $300. I'm talking about like, this is fast food type shit. But it was healthier, a little better. You know, we ate whatever here and there. They didn't really have a great iced coffee situation going on there. I wish they had a Starbucks. Whatever they don't. But one thing that's cool they have at Six Flags, unlike Disneyland, is they serve alcohol there. You get a beer, get some White Claws, you get a little margarita, all that shit. Okay, but again... My kids had the fucking time of their life. They had such a good fucking time that I had to buy season passes for my whole family. Okay. Now, speaking of alcohol, liquor, last night was the MLS All-Star Game at Bank of California Stadium in LA. And it was the MLS game, All-Star Game was in LA, LA. Okay. And it was the MLS All-Stars, which is all the All-Stars in the MLS League, right? Major League Soccer, versus Liga Mexico's All-Stars. Now, this was my fourth professional soccer game ever, okay? Two of those games were actually in the UK, and they were Manchester United games. One was in like 2002, and the other one was in fucking 2017 or 16. I forgot what year it was. Anyways... One of those games was the LA Galaxy game. But this game was special because I was representing Captain Morgan, okay? For those of you who don't know, Captain Morgan is one of the main sponsors for the MLS, and they took extra good care of me, okay? You already know, you saw the situation with my jet, with the BB on it, the whole nine. We had the Sprinter come pick us up. Sprinter was loaded with smart waters, uh, motherfucking Gatorade in there, and I requested only gluten-free snacks. My want my wife to have a nice little time. Boom, Gucci. All right, we gave away the chain at the early festivities. You know, at the Captain Morgan booth, they had like a whole activation going on there. I got to sip my OG Spice and Ice signature Ben Baller cocktail, and then we headed inside the actual arena. My first time at Bank of uh, uh, California Stadium, and we went straight to the luxury suites. My brother-in-law, Vince, couldn't stop raving about the shit. He'd been going to games. He's at LAFC at season tickets. Yo, you know I had to bring the Dust Brothers, okay? Miles and Jordan had to, you know, accompany me. Of course, my wife came, some other close friends. It was actually a very fucking exciting game, right? Now, I don't really speak much good about my dad, but my dad for a little short while played uh, goalie for the semi-pro Korea national team. I never really cared much about soccer except watching Pele when I was a kid, you know. But, uh, you know, I know the hockey rules and everything else. This shit ended up being a fucking super lit game and it went into overtime with penalty kicks and eventually the MLS All-Stars won. Got to see some homies. I got to see some fans. I had a ill security guard who was caring. He was packing the whole time walking with me inside the arena. It was pretty dope. Um, shout out to my boy Marcos from uh, the ID agency Soul Assassins. My boy Esteban Oriol was in there. We had some good laughs about the Nightcrawler whose page is deactivated. He just got destroyed on Baller Busters. Anyways, really good to see you, Esteban. Really good to see you, Marcos. Back to MLS. I will definitely be going to El Trafico, which is the biggest game in LA. Not this weekend's match at the Bank of California, because I got shit going on this weekend, but the October 3rd game at 
I forgot what the arena is called, where the LA Galaxy play, their home arena in Gardena. I'm going to be there October 3rd, El Trafico, LA Galaxy versus LAFC. And, um, yo, I might be fucking with soccer a little bit more. Shit actually is exciting to watch, better to watch than, you know, than I thought, okay? Miles and Jordan were fucking doing their fantasy football drafts. That shit began last night. They're fucking doing the shit in the booth, in the fucking, in my trailer. And it was crazy. Speaking of fantasy, Underdog Fantasy is doing a huge promo with me, right? On my social media very soon. Be on the lookout for that. Guys, it is going to consist of me giving away a $60,000 custom chain. Meaning, you're not going to get a chain that says Captain Morgan. You're not going to get a chain that says Snickers. You're not going to get a chain that says Ben Baller. Well, on the back, it may say Ben Baller. I'm going to make you a custom $60,000 chain of your choice, courtesy of Underdog Fantasy. That is not a fucking gimmick or a joke. Very serious, all right? Like I said, I'm a very giving dude. And with that said, guys, that's it for today. All right, I got a whole bunch of guests in the queue. Andrew Dice Clay, my boy Aries Spears. We got MC Search at third base. Got Ray J. Like, but mostly OGs, okay? Because OGs, they spit real life game, right? You want to listen to them because they're going to give you the blueprints. You don't want to listen to these young cats that ain't figured it out yet. You know what I'm saying? But guys, that is it. Again, like I said, I got to get out of here. Do not forget my gold dominoes drop at 3 p.m. today. That's barely in about two hours, okay? L.A. time on the network app. All right? I'm fucking exhausted. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I cannot tell you how grateful I am for every single listener out there. I hope you have a blessed weekend. I will see you back Monday for the weekend wrap-up, okay? I hope to see a lot of you at Cookies on Saturday. I'm pulling out the K-Town Destroyer. That is it, y'all. Lakey Lake, take these motherfuckers out of here. Peace. Peace.